That station, it's Chris Edge. Of course, that music fest at the Durham Bulls Athletic Park, June 24th and 25th, performing on the concourse stage. And with us right now inside Studio J, it is Dawn Landis. And Dawn, wow, you are accomplished. <laughs> I mean, let me just, because I, I don't even know where to begin. Um, at the your, beginning. <laughs> your songs have been used on countless movies and TV shows. You've had six studio albums, plus this collection of French songs that was part of an interactive ebook. Yes. You've done a TED Talk. You worked at a couple of recording studios, mm-hmm. and it looks like maybe even started your own. I did, yep. Which is nuts. <laughs> uh, you've appeared with the Boston Pops, the New York City Ballet. You've got a song on Spotify with 33 million streams, which is incredible. And the big, the biggest success story, you are a new mother. Oh, yeah. How about that? Yeah. You've done so much. <laughs> where do we start? Thank you. I, where do we start? I don't know. Uh, How did you find the guitar? When did the, when did the music thing start for you? Uh, wow. Okay. In high school. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I I always sang and made up little songs. I have my earliest recordings are from my dad had a little work uh, cassette recorder, and I would just make up songs <laughs> on that. So, um, you know, before I could even write. Yeah. My name, I could probably sing a melody and make so up was, a tune. Was it singing first? And then yeah, playing? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and then I took lessons, uh, piano lessons as a kid and um, played the saxophone, <laughs> as you do. I don't know. Um, I did, actually. Did you? Alto? It was, it, I don't know what I did. It was so <laughs> bad. We. I remember um, there were three of us in the saxophone section in middle school. Okay, yeah. We got on stage. We toughed our way through Jingle Bells. I got off stage, and I handed the saxophone to my mother, and I said, I quit. <laughs> it was. We were so bad. It was so bad. I... Well, yeah, so I had a couple of failed attempts at learning instruments, and then I, I really got into the guitar, and I remember my parents were like, no way, you, you're going to you know, abandon this like everything yeah. else. And I said, no, no, I'll pay for my own lessons, like, please, please. And so I, I got into it yeah. in high school. And, and then uh, college was in New York? Yeah, so yeah. I moved to New York. I went to NYU, and really I just wanted to be – it's funny, I, I was from Kentucky. I was living yeah. in Kentucky, and I only applied to New York City colleges i just wanted to be in new york it was this yeah. dream i had for some reason i had never been there in my life okay but i only applied to schools there and right. so i ended up going to nyu and you've got experience like actually as a sound engineer right yeah so i started working in uh actually my first job in a studio was at philip glass's studio okay um it was called looking glass and uh i got an internship there and just kind of fell in love and with recording and with music yeah. making and I mean David and Bowie was recording there I mean everybody was recording there it was so cool to get were you bumping into those people I when did you were there? yes oh my gosh I talked to David Bowie about Ikea we had a very <laughs> interesting conversation he was very excited about Ikea wow <laughs> how did that experience influence the future creation of your music I mean you must have learned so much about the process of recording I and learned mixing a lot and... yeah and it's all I mean we were just talking before this about how recording as an art form has changed so much yeah. in the past 20 years right you know when I first started working in studios people had to go into a nice studio and there was a giant mixing board and and now people can record themselves so much right uh, on their own so right. Uh, yeah, I worked at many different studios, and I started my own studio with a friend in Brooklyn called Saltlands, and we had that for eight years in Dumbo, Brooklyn, okay. uh, down under the Manhattan Bridge. Pass. <laughs> That's why it's called Dumbo. Right. Um, it was wonderful. I mean, I, I learned so much, mostly just being around people making music and watching the process of yeah. how you make an album and yeah. how you produce 
music and how musicians fit together and how how it's it's a very mysterious thing that happens when the yeah. magic happens and right. what makes that happen. Let's get a song real quick here inside Studio J from your 2019 album, My Tiny Light. We're talking to Don Landis. This is a song called I'm Your Mama on that station. Don Landis inside Studio J. She's going to be at that music fest on June 24th and 25th at the Durham Bulls Athletic Park. Uh, Don, let's pivot and talk about this TED Talk, which I guess is really where the um, this new album started. It's about Tori Murden McClure. Who is this? Tori Murden McClure is a real person, and she is the first woman who rode across the Atlantic Ocean in a boat by herself. There wasn't a motor or a sail or anyone following her. Wow. And she was the first American and the first woman to do it in 1999. And I was actually living in Louisville, Kentucky, when that happened, and she's from Louisville. So she's a, a bit of a local celebrity there. Right. And um, then I went to college, and I read her memoir, which came out 10 years later. So her memoir came out yeah. in 2009. And it's just sort of fate, basically, that I had read her memoir, and then I was approached by this Broadway theater director and creator about doing a project together. He wanted to work with me. He wanted to write a musical. Did I want to write a musical? I don't know. I'd never written a musical before. And why not? But I, you know, I'd released albums and toured, and and I liked musicals. I liked stories and theater. And yeah. So I said, okay, sure. Well, how about this? I just read this book, and it was really moving and wonderful and he said let's give it a shot and so we went she's still very much alive and she's a very public figure she is the president of a university in louisville called spalding university so we got a meeting with her and i wrote two songs and i went to her office with danny my collaborator danny goldstein and we he had an outline of what we would how we would turn her memoir basically into a musical and i sang her the two songs and she cried and she said okay you have the rights and Wow, and that was seven years ago, and wow, yeah, it's been a long road. So you did the you did the musical first, yeah, and then this album came out in what twenty twenty? Well, yeah. So the whole thing was supposed to it was supposed to premiere at Williamstown Theater Festival in the Berkshires in Massachusetts yeah. in summer of twenty twenty, and then the pandemic hit, and yeah. I had already recorded the album because I was going to release the album when the performances happened, right. even though they're pretty different things. Like, yeah. the performances have actors singing every... There's a cast of 10 actors and a band of t- nine musicians and, right. you know, lights and all, the whole theater of it. Right. Um, but my album is more of a concept album where okay. I sing the songs from... Tor- I sing as Tori, and I got a bunch of uh, Kentucky people to... Kentucky musicians to back me Amazing. up. So Will Oldham is singing and Ben Salee and... Um, Rachel Grimes played piano, like my, some of my favorite musicians from Louisville. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. And you've got, um, you're going to be at that music fest. I with am. Us. I'm so excited. You're playing on uh, Saturday yes. at one o'clock. You're going to kick it off. Kicking it I'm, all off. Yeah. It's going to be great to have you out there. Have you played in a ballpark before? You know, that's a great, I've played in a uh, bull, uh, I've played in an actual rodeo in Spain. Uh, <laughs> I, that's that was a giant arena wow. uh, where there were actual bulls. Um, that was pretty. Not crazy. near you. No, not near me. But I passed them as I yes. went out to the arena. Wow. Um, so uh, yeah. no, but a ballpark, no. No. Well, that'll be good. Have you been to the Durham Bulls Athletic Park? And I only ask because you've only lived here a couple of years, that's right? True. You just moved here a couple of years yeah. ago, and you're a new mom, so you've yeah. been busy. I have been busy. And the pandemic. I know. So you, um, I think I have. How long has it, has it been open? The ballpark. The, the brand new one. 
25 years. Okay. <laughs> so, I yes, I have yeah. been to it because um, I put out a couple records on Yep Rock yeah. Records. And, yeah. Yeah. And uh, when I signed with them, we I went to a ball game with them, and it was wonderful. Yeah, it's a great place. It's yeah. going to be a great day of music. We're looking forward to having you out there. You've also got a show tonight. You're going to be at School Kids Records. I am. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm gonna, this is my first show with a full band in a, quite a while. So Yeah, I bet. And uh, my buddy, Chessa Rich, is opening. She's wonderful. And what time do you start? Uh, I think doors are 7.30. Music starts at 8. 8 o'clock. Great. Mm-hmm. Any other shows coming up this year? Yes, Uh May 17th, I'm going to be supporting Tyler Ramsey, formerly of Band of Horses at Cat's Cradle. Oh, nice. Yeah. That'll be great. That'll be a good one. We're looking forward to seeing you out there and seeing you at that music fest. Yes. Thank you. Don Landis, Inside Studio J. Let's get to some music. Your first track from your 2014 album. This is Bluebird. <laughs> 